1: Listen to Uncanny USA
0: wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
6: There's only one place to find the most recognized brand in carpet, Stainmaster, and that's at Lowe's. Right now, get free basic installation with the purchase of Stainmaster Carpet and Pad, $4.99 or more. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Install available in-store only. Requires non-refundable site assessment fee. Fee is credited to final project price if bought through Lowe's. More charges may apply. Not available in all areas. See Lowe's.com for details, exclusions, and licensure. Ballot 219-413, to U.S. only.
5: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A soul bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow! The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The fifth hour with Ben Maller starts right now. We are in the
6: air, everywhere. Another Saturday edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. Back in the Magic Podcast studio. I know you're saying, no, no, enough.
5: Oh, hell no.
6: Oh, we're here anyway uh, to dazzle you. Eight days a week, a spinoff of the overnight show, which is available, as you know, five nights a week, typically five nights a week. And then the podcast, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, Danny, I know we've got a lot to get to here in a limited amount of time on the Saturday podcast, but I got to tell you, We've had some crazy people on this podcast. I've been doing this a few years now. And I'm talking like Lenny Dykstra, guys like that, that are really out there. And my guy, Scott Farrell, who I've known for years, my radio brother from a different mother. I got to tell you, Danny, I'm still trying to recover. This is one of the most amazing conversations I've had with uh, Farrell. And if anybody missed that, if, you, if you're listening, it's like, I missed the Friday podcast. You got to go back and listen to it because... Uh, Scott was in a hotel room in Atlantic city Mm -hmm. and it began with that. And I'm just happy we were on the podcast because Danny, I don't know know how much of that was consumption for like terrestrial radio, but, but boy, Scott, he has a gift for gab. That guy,
5: he he was out of control. I got to tell you, Ben doing the post-production on that episode, I think it's going to be one of the most streamed editions of the fifth hour.
6: Yeah, because when I posted the photo uh, of that you took of me and yeah. Pharrell, and then with with Pat McAfee, you would have thought that the biggest reaction would have been for Pat McAfee because he's the hundred million dollar guy on radio. He's the big name in the business right now. But no, I, I had much more reaction. Not that you judge these things off that, but on social media, people were like fired off Pharrell, man. I grew up listening to him, and you know, yeah. I feel like I've I've inherited a number of Scott's listeners and Scott finally retired from, from just doing nighttime radio. And if you listen to the podcast, he goes into great detail about how that has impacted his life, doing a life of nighttime radio. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting, but, uh, people really love Scott. I think he's worked the last couple of years at kind of a smaller place, a smaller shop. And so I think some people lost track of him and, but, to me, you should never really be able to lose track of people, Danny, with social media. But people do. People, for whatever reason, uh, they don't follow certain guys or whatever. But, uh, but anyway, it was fun. So on this edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben and Danny, we've got Drive Time, Benny, the power of fats, eating a shit sandwich. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Uh, survey says, and uh, whatever else. We got a few other things that we might get to, depending on. Uh, the timing of it all, uh, but we must start. I, uh, I was very excited this week, a rare and appropriate opportunity to sit in for one of the big titans in the business, Dan Patrick. And when I got called by my boss and they said, hey, uh, you know, we're having some different people fill in for Dan and your name came up and uh, we, we were wondering if you're interested, uh, I immediately thought I was being punked. And uh, thought that this was a joke and uh, that there's going to be like, ah, jokes on you loser. Uh, but no, it turned out to be true. And I, I would like to thank Danny, all of the P ones who crossed over. We had a great turnout of Maller militia foot soldiers, and it was a rather hectic week. I'm still not quite over it as we are doing this podcast right now, because um, my sleep schedule, I've, I've been in a pretty good routine, and uh, I, I'm in a bizarro world where like up is down, right is left. It's just trying to trying to get back on track here. My biorhythms are all messed up, but that's a first world problem to have. And you deal with that all the time, Danny. And you uh, you do radio in addition to everything else you got going on. You have like a real grown up job, I guess. You working with the kids, but uh, but no. So it was it was fun to fill in for Dan and uh, work with Rob Park. A big fan of Rob. People said I kissed his ass too much. He kissed my ass a little bit, too. So it was like a mutual admiration society. And uh, that show's a big deal. That's a very profitable show for the company. They have big, sexy sponsors like Mercedes-Benz yeah. on that show. Uh, so you know that's not that's not a chump show. You know that's a big show for the company. And uh, Dan's a, a Hall of Famer, Dan Patrick. So getting a chance to fill in. It's morning drive in the number one. Radio market, Los Angeles, in the country, and a tremendous reach. Uh, the uh, The audience for that show is uh, humongous. I will argue, though, and, and it's probably my head's going to explode here, but I think we have the the loyalty that we have in the Malor militia. But I think we can get that because we're not as big. We don't have as big a reach because we're on late at night. But but Dan obviously has his father. No Dan Etts were there. I was bummed out. I was hoping that Dan Etts would – like give me a Manny and a Petty while I was doing the, the Dan Patrick show. Uh, but that did not happen. So I, I also would like to address now a few of the members of the militia, Danny have been belly aching uh, that we were unable to do. I didn't do some of the usual bits that I do on the overnight show. And they were like, why not? I don't understand. What do you, you think you can't do that during the day? And that's not it at all. So when you fill in, on a radio show, this is how I was taught from people on radio. When you're the fill-in guy, you're house sitting. Like you wouldn't go to somebody's house and rearrange the furniture and bring in your own sofa. Yeah. And say yeah, you just you can't, you can't do that. You are a guest. You have to honor that whatever that show has going, and they have a different. Dan Patrick's got a much different format than I have. Uh, if if I started doing the stickola, I do overnight. Uh, on the Dan Patrick show, I mean, they would drag me off the studio and that would be it. Uh, it would be all over there. So you have to respect the boundaries. There's guardrails, and that's part of it. And you know, I was an interloper. When in Rome, act like a Roman.
2: Racist.
6: Uh, Danny, that's what you have to do,
5: right? You just got to follow the rules. Let me tell you one thing about radio, and it is the pits, is when you've been doing morning drives, for year after year after year, busting your ass, waking up super early every single day, show prep, post-production, pre-production, and really you're burning your candle at both ends and you get tired and you don't wanna take a vacation because we know what happens to radio guys when they go on vacation. A lot of them don't get to come back because you are tired when you finally get to leave. Inevitably, whoever fills in for you sounds nice and fresh. Yeah. But they only have to do it for a few days. So you're right. They should just house it. There was a time at KCAQ where I made the mistake of having my afternoon drive DJ fill in for me and my morning crew while we took one week off. When we got back, Ben, it was a shit show because this guy had created this whole morning zoo thing that he did for a week with all these brand new bells and whistles and games and features and people were blown away. They were like, that was one of the best things. Not that we don't like you guys, but what wasn't fair is obviously he did that for one week and then got to go back to sleeping at night, like a normal human being and doing his afternoon show. So yeah, it's really hard because we've talked about it on your show a lot about how there is no way in hell you can take more than five days off as a radio host.
6: No, and I, I've explained that to my wife several times. And she, you know, we always want to go on these exotic vacations, and she'd love to go to Europe and all that. And I I never wanted to go to Europe before, but now as I've gotten older, uh, what the hell? Uh, why not? I'm, I'm becoming a, a softie here as I get older. I'm like, oh, let's do some things. We're going to check out a, you know life before you know it anyway, so you might as well enjoy the journey. But, uh, yeah, it's really tough. That's a, that's a tough part of the business, but that is – That is so hilarious, the story you told about the guy that filled in because... Oh,
5: he was a dick, too. He told us uh, (laughs) behind the scenes in the hallway, I'm glad you guys are back. There's no way I could have kept up that energy for a second week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, he admitted that he couldn't do it continually like we did for five years there. So, yeah, yeah, it's not fair, but what what are you going to do? I guess that's why they say some hosts purposely have boring guys on when they're gone.
6: Oh, yeah. Well, there's a a famous... Uh, host. I don't know if I can say the person well, I can say it's a podcast. Yeah. Uh, The great Jim Rome, a legend in sports radio, Jim for years, when he was at the very top and Jim's not at the very top anymore, but he was at the very top of the business. He would have the worst people possible filling in for him because he never wanted to be upstaged by the fill in guy, you know, and then, because then you get that and you don't, you want to avoid that. So he'd bring in boring people and, but there, there are some guys and I've noticed this over the years in radio, there are there are guys that are sprinters and they're not marathon runners. Part of the, 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 the hard part of the business to me is just doing it every day and showing up. It's anybody could do this like what well, we do, sports radio, when there's like a big story and there's a lot of stuff going on. I feel like anyone could come in here and do this and be OK. Maybe we won't have the formatics down. But where we earn our money is when we're just throwing spaghetti against the wall and we've got to make it sound like there's a lot going on guys that have the great tape i call them the sprinters and they get hired because programming people and consultants hear these guys and they wow this guy's great he's got the razzmatazz you know man oh man this is this is true it's like hiring rick flair you know it's great and then you hire him and then after one or two shows they got nothing and you're like wait a minute shut the fuck up okay shut the fuck up yeah so, I, but I would, again, back to the Dan Patrick, I, I would like to thank, yeah, I, I, I'm going to name some people. I don't want to miss some. I love that Blind Scott called in. Yeah, uh, I saw um, that. Immediately annoyed Rob Parker because anytime Rob sees Boston on the screen, his eyes light up. Uh, Fats from Philly uh, called in. Uh, Anthony in Anaheim, uh, among others, and a number of, uh, of the Maller militia holding up the social media platforms. Alfie and opiner. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati. Just Josh. And I, I said this on the overnight show during the week. I, some of these guys, I, I don't know if they're real or not. They, I have some really wacky hours. And whenever I'm doing something, uh, these guys, it's like uh, it's like Star Wars. They march in. You know, they're, all right. Mallor militia. Hostile takeover. Here we come. And I was like, they do some of that also, but. Uh, it's great. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. These guys have followed me around all the different uh, nonsense that we've done. So it was fun. I don't know that we'll ever do the, I'll ever do the Dan Patrick show again, but uh, I heard that management liked it, but I don't know. Uh, maybe they were lying. They probably told that to everyone. So uh, who the heck knows, but we will certainly find out uh, soon enough. Now, as far as the power of fats, and this again, goes back to fats in Philadelphia. So I had a very odd thing happen this week out of thin air, Danny, I get contacted by a producer of the WIP morning show in Philadelphia. And they're like, hey, we want to have you on. And I've never been on this show before. I don't know any of these people on this show. It's uh, hosted by Angelo Cataldi, who's a Philadelphia radio legend. This guy. I've heard uh, Angelo Cataldi. You're not not from Philadelphia. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Tony Bruno, I used to work with Tony. I know
5: Anthony Gargato.
6: Gargano's also a Philadelphia legend, but, the, but, uh, this guy, uh, Angelo Cataldi has been on forever. He's about to retire. He's been in the business for years. He's an old sports writer, gossip guy. He's done some amazing bits. So anyway, I get called by uh, a contact a email by his producer out of thin air. And they're like, Hey, would you like to come on? We're doing a segment about doc rivers. Cause they're, you know, they they rip all the Philadelphia coaches and players pretty much. So they, they knew that I, uh, they, that I, Hate, uh, you know, despise what Doc did with the Clippers, blowing the but both the Lob City era and the beginning of the Kawhi era. And he was there for both of that. And I was very upset, uh, by all of the disappearing acts. Uh, they went full Houdini, yes, they vanished uh, very quickly there. And so, anyway, I was like, Yeah, sure, I love doing it. I very rarely turn down those things if I have time. I, I love making random pop-up appearances on different radio shows it's fun to do if i have the time i like to do it because i know i would like people to come on my show or my podcast so if they ask me it's very nice it's a courtesy you should do it and so i didn't get paid for anything like that but the reason i went on the angelo cataldi show was because of fats in philadelphia fats loves cataldi apparently and he reached out and said you got to get Malaron," and he bugged these people so much that they put me on the show with, it was Angelo and Billy King, the old general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers. So I am
3: bashing. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
4: Doc Rivers.
1: What is still wrong with the Clippers?
6: And a former NBA executive is on the show listening to this. He actually agreed with a lot of the points that I was making, which uh, which made me feel uh, pretty good. But Angelo, just to give you a a brief thumbnail recap of Angelo's career, and I'm probably missing most of the stuff. But the most famous things that Angelo Cataldi's done in radio: the Wing Bowl. You, are you familiar with the Wing Bowl? I don't think they do it anymore in Philadelphia, but it was like the weekend. Before the Super Bowl, that dead week, they had a chicken wigging contest in Philadelphia. This became a national story. Okay. And it was a big deal in Philadelphia. Also, Angelo led a group of uh, listeners of his radio station to the NFL draft. They drove up to New York. And this was when Ricky Williams was in the draft and the Eagles, that show wanted Ricky Williams to be drafted by the Eagles. They ended up drafting McNabb, Donovan McNabb, and they famously booed McNabb. Ooh,
5: that's right.
6: Yeah. And it was his listeners that had driven up from, from Philadelphia. He's done a bunch of crazy other things and he's gotten in a bunch of trouble. So it was, it was cool to talk to him. And he's had a great run in radio. And here I come on as a total uh, clown uh, ranting away uh, about him. So,
1: what grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? our imagination, our sense of wonder and our family bonds grow too because when we disconnect from this and connect with this we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you and you
5: could be me for just one hour
1: if you could find a way
6: Uh, what about this this shit sandwich? What What is this all about, Danny G? Now, this is never a, a good thing <laughs> when I hear
5: that in a headline. So what happened here? A week ago, while you were busy chopping it up with furball, Andy Furman, I had a rare day off. So I took my Tinderoni to Santa Barbara. She's been great about how many days I've been working my crazy radio hours. So I thought, let me spoil her. I got a hotel. I have a satin nightgown on had some bells and whistles on it. Like they let you take the bikes out on the waterfront there on the bike path. So we were getting some exercise. It was a beautiful day there. Uh, We get down at the, towards the end of the bike path and we pull the bikes over, lay them down on the grass. She runs across the bike trail, goes up the stairs of a lifeguard station. Yeah. And I'm resting. I'm like, I wonder what she, you know, I kind of had an idea of what she was doing up there, Ben. Our women love to use their iPhones to do some makeshift photo sessions. So she's taking pictures up there. There was a breeze blowing. Her hair is blowing in the wind. She's doing glamour shots up on this (laughs) lifeguard station. So she hops down from the stairs and sees that I saw what she was doing, and she was embarrassed. So she runs across the bike path back towards me, And there's some green grass right there next to the bike path, but it was super uneven. How do I know that? Because she puts her arms out, trying to look cute, like running towards me. Yeah. The soundtrack, if one had been playing, because this was a rom com movie, it would have been Whitney Houston Run to You. I run to you. And her arms are open <laughs> problem. She lost her balance when she hit the uneven grass. Oh and no, Ben! You know, the famous YouTube clip of Bartolo cologne uh, losing yes. his balance.
6: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everything, all the, uh, everything just kind of floating around there. It's like uh, it's like he's in outer space. Yeah.
5: Now she's not the size of Bartolo cologne, obviously, but the way she <laughs> lost her balance and the way it looked like she was sliding head first into second base she bounced i'm bouncing she hit the grass so hard that she bounced and then slid towards me Uh, and i went safe safe
6: (laughs) now what did she do at now because there's a couple ways to get up from that there's option a okay (laughs) dust it off i'm gonna laugh and it's all funny the joke's on me or oh my god i need to go to the doctor
5: Well, it was a busy day in Santa Barbara because remember, this was the first day of a long president's day weekend. Yeah. So there were a lot of people around on this bike path and on the beach there. So she hopped up super fast because of all the eyes that were on us. Then she had a look of pain on her face thinking, Oh no, she's hurt. Uh She, She gets up to me. You could tell her hands are stinging. She hurt her knee. She had stinging hands And she sat next to me and I saw tears welling up in her eyes. And this was like me working with the kindergartners. This has (laughs) happened several times during freeze monster where I say, it's all right. It's okay. You're a tough cookie. When she heard those words, she stopped crying. Uh, It works. Those are magic words. Yeah. Whether you're five or 35, those words are magic. So she (laughs) sucked it up. I give her a lot of props for that. But I told her, I said, that was God punishing you for taking that selfie. <laughs> that, is,
6: that is right. This should have been playing in the background. The, the Benny Hill music, right? She's running down there. you can going to play that.
5: Man, oh, man. Anyway, uh, great story. That's tremendous. On Twitter that night, Ben, I yeah. posted the picture she took
6: right before oh, she cool. ate shit. Like the final act. It, yes. I, it, at any moment now, because everyone's got a professional camera. Like when I was a kid, I'm old. We're, we're on the same age, Danny. We had like the Polaroid cameras. Remember that? You had to oh, wait. Yeah. Now we have professional cameras at any moment. You could have a flash mob photo shoot anywhere, any place, anytime. Now I love Santa Barbara. Uh, I try to go there once a year. I love uh, one of the, the vacations I love going on like little weekend getaways, driving up the California coast, central Cal. I don't always, usually get to Northern California cause I a little too far. But central California, the Hearst Castle area, right around there, Santa Cruz. And then on the way back, stopping in uh, Santa Barbara. It's beautiful because
5: you have Solvang, Pismo Beach, Atala Beach, San Luis Obispo, Morro Bay, San Simeon, Paso Robles. You're right. It's beautiful up the coast.
6: And every time I drive through Central California, I am, I'm just blown back by the fact that all that land around the Hearst Castle is owned by the state of California. It was donated. Otherwise, there would be massive cities, amazing real estate, right on the California coast, picturesque. And, and, and instead, you have like a beach where seals lay out and fart. I fell asleep. No, that's that's what you have uh, in on the California coast, but it is just wonderful. And, uh, and my uh, my wife loves the Madonna Inn. I don't know if you've been to the – have you been to the – Oh, Madonna? it's haunted.
5: That place is haunted.
6: Is it haunted? Really? It I is. I've been there a few times because she loves it. So I, I have to take one for the team on that uh, for sure. And uh, did you eat at the famous Santa Barbara ice cream shop? Is it McConnell's? I believe it's called there. That everyone's say, like, hey, "I gotta eat at McConnell's." There, the ice cream. I know
5: shop. what you're talking about. Well, we didn't, but we did get some good food. We went to the famous Santa Barbara Fish House. Okay, and they have that pier you can drive on in Santa yes. Barbara. Yes, and then we had uh, some wonderful eggs Benedict uh, in front of the water. We got fortunate. We had really good weather, really good food, just not so good on the bike path
6: yeah yeah and and, uh whale watching great whale watching in santa barbara i've gone on whale watching boats in like orange county and la and i've not had much luck santa barbara though i mean you you're just surrounded by whales uh
5: everywhere including Um, me laying on the beach during the summer
6: (laughs) yeah all right (laughs) well uh moving on from that the and the survey says, Danny, now this is right out of the old hokey baseball movie, Field of Dreams, that we the quote I've changed and everyone changes the quote. If you build it, they will come. That's not the actual movie quote that's been twisted for everyday use. And so we asked, we said, listen, we need positive reviews for this podcast. We demand positive reviews for this podcast. And if you ask for it, they will come. And so the survey says uh, we shamelessly beg for people to post reviews on the Fifth Hour podcast. And one of the deals we've made here is that if you take time out of your busy life, away from your family and friends and away from work, even though it takes like five minutes to do this, it's busybody work. We will take time out of our schedule and our podcast to thank you Tit for tat, you uh, scratch my back, I will scratch your back. Uh, Capiche? as my uh, gr- late grandfather-in-law would say. So uh, these are some of the actual reviews we've gotten over the last uh, last couple of weeks or so. Uh, last, I guess it's actually more like the last 10 days, I think. Uh, Rabbi Maller posted. Uh, this is on uh, the middle of February. He says, hey, uh, uh, Rabbi, I left you five stars. I guess that was for me. I, he calls me Rabbi Maller. Oh, that's very polite to say that I'm, I'm not a rabbi. He uh, says, I left you five stars. Hopefully corporate gives you the much needed raise. However, I must bemoan the fact that you're no longer in studio during the week. I know that you can't see the crew, but I feel the difference. Hopefully that changes. Anyhow, keep up the great, awesome work. Uh, I get this question a lot, Danny, and I don't understand it because the way our studios at the mothership are set up, even when I'm there, I can't see anybody like literally Eddie's down the hall. You've got to go down the hall, make a left turn. And then another left Roberto, I can kind of see Roberto, but there's TV monitors and there's computers between me and Roberto and Koopa loop is far back and off to the side. So literally it's no different. People seem to think there's a huge difference with everything that's going on with me in the home studio, the remote studio.
5: Yeah. You guys have all been together for so many years. You know how to take turns talking, whether you're looking at the person or not, right? Because we also learned that early on in broadcasting is if you're doing a two-man show, we should be looking at each other. That way we know, you know, when to stop talking and you don't step all over each other. But when you have good chemistry with somebody, you don't even need to see them.
6: Yeah, and the way the show's formatted, typically the first... 12, 13 minutes of the hour. I'm just barking by myself anyway. And then we, you know, do a segment. We'll take a couple of calls and then I'll mix the guys in and we'll, we have the bits that we do. And so there's a certain cadence to the show, but I do appreciate that you think the show sucks because we're, I'm not in studio. That does mean a lot. Uh, Ermel dude writes in says, uh, not your typical, this is a review he wrote, Danny, not your typical sports takes, Whether you're a hardcore sports fan or not, you will enjoy this show. Does not just regurgitate the normal, boring sports takes. Has original thoughts that
3: aren't your run-of-the-mill PC take. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
4: That's a very
6: flattering, very entertaining spinoff from his radio show. I highly recommend giving this podcast and his radio show. Listen, you won't be sorry. Wow. That's that's almost like my mom wrote it, but she's not alive anymore. But if my mom was alive, that's something that she would probably have written uh, in her own words. A juice from Dallas wrote a review. Well, it says actually from Orlando. So I guess he's in Orlando, but it says Dallas originally. long uh, longtime listener, of big Ben. One thing I like about it. Is you won't always agree with his take, but he gives you good perspective on both sides of his takes. I also love the whole crew and all the drops and callers that participate in the Mallard militia. So glad that Gascan or Gascon got S canned and Danny G is back behind the boards and uh, Mike with Big Ben. So there's a vote for Danny G Radio from Juice. Uh, from Orlando. Rhonda from Fort Worth wrote in. She uh, wrote a review on the podcast. She actually posted this. I I did notice, Danny, some people were mistaking the Ben Maller Show Apple podcast page for the fifth hour. And not that I don't want good Uh reviews on the Ben Maller Radio Show, but we have a lot of those. We need reviews over here is what we need on the fifth hour because this is a newer show. I've done the radio show for a long time. The podcast is
5: only a few years old. So it's confusing though, right? You know, they all look the same.
2: Racist.
5: Yeah. And, you know, I got to thank Linda's boyfriend. Now I don't know his name, but somebody I work with during the week, man, I just happened to mention your name. Yeah. And a couple of days later, she told me my boyfriend looked up his name. He listened to your guys's podcast and he loved it. He subscribed to it. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. I love so- that. All we need is click the subscribe button on the
6: podcast and give us, what was it take, Danny? Uh, One minute? Do we need one minute of download, listen time, and we're good. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda from Fort Worth wrote a review of the podcast. She says, the Ben Maller fifth-hour podcast is amazing. Uh, Rhonda said, well, thank you. It's a great word, amazing. I found the Ben Maller show when I started working overnight. I was so pleased to find entertaining content to help time fly. Uh, Four hours a night truly aren't enough. And I am always checking the app to see when the fifth hour podcasts are available so I can listen. Well, thank you for that. Uh, appreciate it, Rhonda. She says, Ben and Danny G are great together. So glad to hear Danny G was joining the weekend podcast. And uh, she also uh, points out here, Rhonda, that started learning about intermittent fasting by listening to my, me, Ben, uh, stories uh, after. Uh, starting the lifestyle, and, and it says uh, lost 30 pounds, so that's great. Wow.
4: And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever.
2: That's right, Jim. Mix shirt, sure oh. Jam.
4: Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me.
6: We're
5: on the air. I need to try it first. Yeah with zero sugar and refreshingly delicious. Is Coca-Cola's Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? Pick up a 20 ounce bottle from your friendly Loop neighborhood market today for two for $3.99.
1: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
6: I was talking to uh, our fine engineer, the Detroit Lion fan there. Uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting. Joel Elliott. Joel, the great Joel. Yeah. Bad job by me, Joel. I saw, I'm sorry, Joel. Uh, but Joel said he's, he's doing the intermittent fasting thing. And we both agreed that we wish we had known about this when we were a little bit younger. Could We could have started the lifestyle a little bit younger. And, but you know, you live and learn, right? You live and learn. And, and plus the other thing about it is I'm pretty sure when I was a big lard ass in my younger days, if somebody had said, Hey, just one meal a day, you'll be good. I would have said, "Ah, oh, you're full of crap. You loser. Cause everyone who's below a certain age thinks they have all the answers to life's mysteries. And you don't, take advantage of the wisdom of those that have lived and experienced all that, but it is, I'm part of the cult. It's not for everybody. In fact, I'll give you the story real quick, uh, a little sidebar. So I had a buddy of mine from Dallas, uh, one of my best friends. I've known this kid since elementary school. We grew up together. We lived, we used to hang out. We were kids. He's lived in Dallas for like 20 years and he comes out to visit every year. He wants to move back to LA, but you know, whatever, he was far away. So he comes out on a Monday and I was fasting and I was waiting to eat my meal with him to have lunch. So he lands at LAX. I'm like, I don't hear from him. So then I, uh, I send him a text. What's going on? And then uh, I call him. I guess there was a problem with the rental car. So it took him a little while to get the rental car. So I was like, all right, so I, you know, what do you want to eat for lunch? You know? And he, he says, oh, no, no, I'm, I, I'm hungry right now. I'm going, I'm going to eat. And uh, but, you, but I'm here. You know, we're going to eat. And no, no, I, I want to eat by myself. I just want to eat right now. I'm really hungry. I can't. I'm starving. I said, he said, I haven't eaten since uh, like last night. And I'm like, oh, my. God. That's early. It's early in the day. And that really pissed me off. Then I was like that. I felt like am I wrong? And I felt like it was rude, you know, like travel to see somebody. Now, now, I realize he's the one traveling. Yeah. But, you know, it was I was pissed off. Yeah, it's not a good look. Yeah. Uh, Ferg Dog wrote a review. He says pretty, pretty good. I see what he did. He quoted the great Larry David. I give the show five stars. I almost gave it four stars for the
5: hassle it took to write this review. That's fair. I would only give you one star if I was doing it, Ben. How dare you. How dare you. Uh, The Craigster
6: writes and says, no ball washing. I love that Ben gives us the real story, not the popular narrative. That's exactly right. There you go. The real story, not the popular narrative. That's what we do uh, right here. Uh, now I, I would want one, one other, uh, before I forget, I know we're limited time here because, uh, you know, we've got things to do. It's the weekend. Got to go out and live our life on a Saturday. But, uh, this past weekend, speaking of living our lives, we had a, the first party, I called it the first party at the Maller mansion, Danny, my wife, we got in a little disagreement, uh, a kerfuffle, me and my wife, uh, we had the in-laws over to enjoy a nice night of family time. And my wife informed me, that this was not an official party. She told me, I said, it's a party. We're having, you know, your, your parents are coming over, your sister, your brother, the, the kids, the, my nieces and nephews, uh, everyone's here. It's a party. She said, no, that's wrong, Ben. This is a family get-together, not a party. I said, what's the difference? It's a it's a damn party. It's we're having we got to clean up the house, make it seem like we don't live like pigs. It's not a pigsty." And, and uh, she's not. No, no. He said a, a party is when you have people that you don't really know that well over. These are people that we know. And I said,
5: I disagree. Oh, no. a party <laughs> is when you have more than one Kirkland brand item. Set
6: up. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of that, uh, I I had provided the menu. We decided. To have a, a nice meal in the house, and I was the cook, Danny G, and I had the the Dean Martin tune in my head when the moon hits your eye like a pizza pie. That's amore. Oh boy! Yeah, we made p. Pe- I made pizza. Made five pizzas. Five pizzas. Uh, three pepperoni, two cheese pizzas for the non meat eating members of the family there and uh it was it was a little hectic i even made see i'm a good uncle uncle ben uh they got rid of my rice but uh i made cookie dough for my niece and nephew so i could hang out they want to decorate my niece wanted it she wanted to decorate your little kid you want to decorate the cookies so i made I, I spent a lot of time making sugar dough you know the kind of special kind of cookie dough you shape and I could have had these kids just, I could have pulled out a paper plate and just had them put food coloring on the plate. They had no interest in eating the cookies. They just wanted to squeeze all the blue and pink and all the different nonsense that comes out of the, the baking products all over the place and make a total mess. And uh, they sure, they sure did that, but <laughs> anyway, it was, it was, interesting. it was a fun, uh, good night, a lot of cooking, a lot of random stuff. I still got to get my griddle day. That's my next thing. I got to be, I love the griddle. That's my new mission guys. So I got to find a good griddle. So anybody wants to recommend a great griddle for the backyard. I'm all ears. I want someone that's, that's used it, that knows the ins and outs, the good and the bad,
5: and can help me out on that. What a good week it was because I had some family time on Monday. We uh, took the kids to universal studios. Awesome. I hadn't been, been I hadn't been to that park in 10 years. Have you been there
6: since they, they had, how long has Harry Potter land been there? That's yeah, amazing.
5: Yeah. I think 2016 it opened. Okay. So you hadn't been there since they added Harry, Potter. that castle is
6: insane, but not fat guy friendly, yeah. not fat guy friendly. I do not. At least back in the day when I went, I was a big, bigger guy, but I couldn't fit on the Harry Potter, right?
5: Yeah. I thought you fat. meant because that butter bear has so many calories. Well, listen that, and they've
6: got that little Simpsons land with Moe's tavern yeah. and all the different, uh, you can get a, giant did
5: you see they sell those giant donuts the pink top oh yeah yeah donuts yeah yeah from the simpsons
0: i ate the purple berries
5: it was a good time and you know that it had been a long time for me not being there because i was like where's backdraft at (laughs) What happened to to Backdraft? What do you mean they took it out? Um, Yeah, so a lot, obviously, a lot of updates. No longer Jurassic Park, the ride, Jurassic World, the ride. Love the updates. I love how they meshed the old with the new. So, yeah, that was a fun time, man. A really good week for radio and personal life.
6: Yeah, this is one of those good weeks. Not every week is like that. This was a cool week for for that. And uh, just when I used to live in Hollywood, I would take the gold line. Up and I change trains and I, I'd, I'd go across to City Walk sometimes just kind of hang out and people watch, which is you don't have to pay to get in City Walk. It's
5: right next to Universal Studios and you can just stare at all the tourists as they walk around. Let me ask just, you, Ben. Mike Cindaroni did not believe me that there used to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich shop on. Oh C- yeah, you remember yeah. that? Yes, yes. Yeah, I it, used it, to
6: know every. I used to know every store there. Oh
5: yeah, well we'd go to concerts there. When they uh, had that venue and after the concert, we'd be buzzed and we would get peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's awesome. Yeah. I like Why would what, peanut butter and jelly? That doesn't even make sense. No, oh, that's a, that's a, that's an all time. No, peanut butter and
6: jelly. You can make it on, you put it on burgers. You can put it on all kinds of stuff. It's Yeah. A, they had
5: on... like all different kinds of breads. They would cut the crust off even yeah, you would choose what kind of jelly. It was a, an amazing store obviously it didn't last, but
6: yeah. Uh, that was it lights out all right we got to get out of here we have the mailbag on sunday 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 cannot wait for that Uh, amazing questions as always and remember if you give us the review we will read i promise you bye I'll check every every couple of days. I'm going to check the reviews, and if you give us a, a review, even if it's bad, I don't. We'd yep. rather have good reviews. But uh, I'll read it on the podcast, and and we'll- you're going to
5: start mailing your bobblehead collection to everybody who sends a review. In. <laughs>
6: Benny bobbleheads. How much would that cost? Uh-huh. Benny. I have like a Benny Danny G like mini bobblehead. Review. Oh, I'm going to
5: look into that.
6: We should. We should get that going to promote the fifth hour. Anyway, have a great rest of your Saturday. And uh, don't forget, Scott Farrell, wild conversation with Scotty on the Friday podcast. We'll catch you next time, though.
5: Later, skater. Bye, Felicia. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.